0: The Great Search brought to you by DigiKey and Adafruit. Thank you so much, DigiKey. Every single week, they do user power of engineering to help you yes, you find parts that you need a little more. What are you looking for this week on DigiKey.com? Okay. I wanted everyone to know that this week that the IMX RT series chips are back in stock at DigiKey, not every single one of them, but the ones that I'm looking for the RT-1011D, uh, but I also wanted to show all the different kinds of IMX RT chips um, so you can decide which ones are for you. And I also have a couple of samples here that I can show off so people can see. Like, when I say BGA, how big is the BGA? When I say QFP, how big is the QFP? So let's go to uh, the computer. Don't forget, if you are using IMX, we have a little tutorial on how to um, install the Tina UF2 bootloader, second stage bootloader, um, that we, we publish on GitHub to your IMX board um so the like i said the chip that we're using there's the imx rt 1011c and the 1011d the 1011c runs at 400 megahertz the 1011d runs at 500 uh i love more hertz so i'm going with that and then if you're like what's the difference between these um this link which we'll post in the video and also you can just google for uh, IMX crossover MCUs, and it's on NXP's website. um You can see that they tell you the difference. It goes from most complex to least, and there's some good stuff. So let me tell you some of the differences here. Um, so, the, like I said, we're using the 1010 series. So it's a little confusing because it's called the IMX1010, but there is no actual IMX1010. I don't believe that actually exists. There's the 1011. It's like it's a either you know what I mean? There's like a series. Called the ten ten, but the actual component is called the ten eleven. Let me see if they have the part number here. I think. Hold on. Yeah. So these are um, the parametrics. Okay. So you, know, you can always go to the NXP site if you want like more details because they'll have like the exact you know perfect setup so the c series uh 400 megahertz whoa didn't want to buy that um 400 megahertz both have 128k of sram if you want more sram i'll show you the next series uh 2i squared c 2 spi 4 UART. um unlike if you're used to some of the chips like the nrf52 or the esp32 where you can kind of like move whatever peripheral around that's not true there the pins are set not set but there's Um, you can't put them on any IO. You have there are like chunks that are like UART and I2C and SPI, so you have to mux them out. Um, that's not that's not unusual. There's a lot of pins available, but um, you know, they're not super fixed like the Sam, you know, the um at Mega 328, and they're not super flexible like the um um NRF 52. Um, Both have uh, 16-bit PWM's, both have ADC's, uh, no DAC's, Um, looks like the C-series has a slightly wider temperature as well, so slower but wider temperature range. Um, Both are LQFP80. If you're like, oh, you know, I like the 1010, but like I want more RAM, um, the 1020, is kind of the next update that has, um, if you just want more pins, you can go to the 1015. That goes from an 80 to 100 LQFP. So you probably get like another 16 GPIO, still 128K RAM. The 1020 is the big leap um, to 256K RAM. And then the 1024, this is actually interesting. I think we covered this on IMPI when it came out. The 1024 is exactly the same as the 1020, except it has four megabytes of flash built in so you don't need an external um qspi flash chip i'll say though like the pricing isn't like like it's not good enough in my opinion like i would just take the 1020 because then you can stick whatever chip you want but if you're like spacing constrained because it is 144 lqfp this is a big ass chip um you can get of course the version that has the flash you know bonded inside and then after the 10, 10, 1020 series, you actually get into like the pretty like now like suddenly it gets, pops up to like very advanced peripherals. So um, you're still going to be looking at you know five hundred, six hundred megahertz, right? But the SRAM gets huge, five hundred or, or even one megabyte of SRAM. Um, this one, the ten sixty four, even has the that flash memory built in. Um, there's a GPU, the graphic acceleration and it has um parallel display interface so this is parallel tft out so that's you know a 24-bit tft display with um sync and vsync of course you could always run spi displays but if you want like a 7-inch 10-inch display 8-inch display 10-inch display basically everything um, before lvds or Mipi parallel is your your way to go um this still will the 1040 1050 and 1060 are still going to have um, the i squared c SPI peripherals, but they're going to add CAN and built-in uh, Ethernet. Now, uh, for the Ethernet, you'll still need a PHY. Uh, it's just like the, the low-level... It's not the low-low-level part of Ethernet. It's like the software uh, side of the Ethernet. And you'll still need a TLS stack and, like, LWIP or whatever to, to run the Ethernet. So... You know, I know people who've used the Teensy, which is I think the 1050 and 1060 series. Um, there's code there for uh, controlling the Ethernet peripheral. And then, oh, another thing that's interesting: once you get to the 1050, 1060, two USBs, so you can have one host, one peripheral. And by the way, these are all high-speed USB. The 1010 even has high-speed USB. So um, very, it's a um, impressive because it's rare to see high-speed USB in a microcontroller. Um, usually it's full speed, like the ESP32, RP2040, SAMD series are all full speed, not high speed. So, I'll um, just show really, really quickly the chips on the overhead. If it's possible, those to go, no, thank you. So, I don't have a ton, I'll, I'll be honest with you, but I have a couple 1010. So, this is the 1011. So, this is what the 80LQFP looks like. Um, you know, it's designed for a two-layer board. Go to four layer, of course, uh, for easier routing, but you can absolutely make it work on a two-layer, because I did it. Um four layer will just, you know, make it easier to route all the, the pads, and of course you can route them underneath. This is um some 10 62s. I've got I've got a couple. Uh so BGAs, um, you know, pretty, I think these are 0.8, so they're not super fine pitch uh you'll need to fan them out but it's not too bad um the 1060 series and then let me see what else i've got here this is i've got some 1050 wands just like five maybe this is the 0.8 oh yeah sorry totally different uh so you can see the difference in the BGAs. so sorry this is i think this is the 0.8 pitch. Uh, check the data sheet though. Uh, this is like 0. 0.5 or 0. 0.4 maybe. No, 0. 0.5, 0. 0.6. Um, so this one's going to be a lot easier to route. Still four layer. This one you might have to go with a you know a six layer board um, for that. So nice chips. Um, and then let me think. What else I've got to show off. I've got a that's pretty much it. Okay, so you've got the QFP and then small BGA and large BGA. Uh so let's just go to DigiKey again and I'll show you um searching for them. So this is the MIMICS RT series. Um and there's lots of evaluation boards. Don't forget you can also use a teensy to develop with these. Um the especially the 1050, 1060 for they Micro, under microcontrollers, um, even though, again, once you get the 1060, it's actually kind of good enough you could run Linux on it, in theory. So there's quite a few in stock of a few different uh, versions, the 1052, the ten, uh, the one oh six series, a um, couple other, like they, it looks like there's a, a few from a, d- a different family. They like said the 1011 is in stock, lots of them, 1051. Um, 1042, so 1062 is over here. Um, so if you are interested in playing with these, especially you know, like I said, the 10, 11D, 1011C, there's also an evaluation board. rt 10, 11. Let's see if they have an evaluation board. I did purchase one, but I don't know if it exists anymore. Hold on, let me see what this is called. I could also be incorrect. Oh, and by the way, I think wow, this one has a Freescale logo. I guess this used to be Freescale. Yeah, I have this a ten eleven D dev board, but it looks like it may not be available anymore. But this is what it looked like. It had um oh, sorry, can you go to the overhead? Uh, the Mimics uh, ten ten EVK. Oh, so you know what? Maybe I'll search for ten ten EVK. Ten ten EVK. And let me see. Oh yeah, can you sorry? Can you go to the computer? So that's what it was under. Thank you. Uh, They do have them in stock. It's called the 1010 EVK, but again, comes with the 1011, um, less than fifty bucks. Comes with you know debug port, crystal, like um, looks like a uh, WM8960, so an I2S uh, codec for microphone speaker and Arduino headers. So the one I recommend to well pick this one up um if you're interested but the one I'm using is the 1011 D So this is my pick for the great search And that's a great search? That's right.